We are wrapping season two with a dedication to our burning desire to travel. This episode, we're taking you to and falling in love with Porto and Northern Portugal. With us, we have two brilliant women who know the region better than anyone. Margarida Belém, Aroca's mayor, and Gilda Veloso, the marketing and communication coordinator for Casa da Musica. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hi, hello everybody. I am Margarida Belém. I am the mayor of the Aruca municipality, and this is a land classified as UNESCO Geopark. So I was born here in, uh, in Aruca, and I, I live here and I work here. And so I, I manage this lovely land. It's a very quiet one surrounded by, by mountains, and uh, I do love to travel. And normally I travel to natural destinations. A true, true native. Thank you so much. Gilda, tell us about yourself. I'm Gilda Veloso. I'm a family woman. I'm a mother of two young men and a Potengo dog. I've been head of marketing of Casa de Musica since its opening in 2005, and I'm a university teacher for more than 25 years. I live in Oporto. I love Porto. I love the north of Portugal. And for me, it's the best region to live, to visit, and to educate you our new generation. Real native telling us what's so wonderful about the areas. Margarita, what makes the region so special for you? I was born in this region. I grew up here, so I, I know this region very well. And this is my special place, Aroca, and um, it's very close to, to Oporto. And uh, here in the north of Portugal, people are very friendly. And we do like to receive with a special care our friends and, and, and tourists. So um, I think this north of Portugal, it's a, a, it's a land, it's a territory with great natural skills of uh, international importance and with great touristic potential like uh, nature, gastronomy and, and culture. And especially the, the green part of northern of Portugal, it's uh, somehow unknown. And I think it's an absolute surprise for, for most travelers. So uh, the Porto, uh, that the city is very well known, but the Douro Valley, the Jerez Park, uh, and also the Geoparks, the Eroca Geopark, it's, it's, it's very picturesque. Uh, so I think it's, it's a gem, uh, other gems of, of this region that uh, are breathtaking landscapes. And here you have delicious food, you have very warm people. Uh, and so these special mountains, I am surrounded by, by mountains. And so this is a very, very special place. So uh, all the north of Portugal invites you to discover this brilliant, brilliant culture and, and this uh, silence of the mountains and the typical village and enjoy, enjoy our gastronomy, our delicious food and uh, our, our wine. So this, this region is really special because it's ours and we live here. My gosh, you make it sound incredibly magical. You had so many key words in there. Outdoors, unknown, green, culture, surprise, gem. 
warm people, food, wine, all of that. It was. It just sounds like a, a destination that we can't wait to visit. Gilda, tell us what makes it so special for you. I was born in Africa, an ex-Portuguese colony, and I came to Oporto with seven years old with my family. And it was the city that we chose to create our family and to live. And if it is a good place to live, it is a good place to visit. It is a place with so many things, so several unique experiences. It has culture, it has history, it has lifestyle, it have it has nature, it has sports. We have Oporto, but we have several regions around Oporto. Oporto is a particularly popular destination in northern Portugal, but we want to hear about some of the region's other gems. Tell me about some of the must-dos in Porto and north of Portugal. The best places to visit in region are the, place, are the places that I love to go. I will try to, to say why and to indicate two main regions. I love Douro and its wineries. September is the time to visit Douro and to make a tour. It's the oldest market wine region in the world. You can see amazing landscapes during the harvest season. It's like an enchanted valley. And you must taste the Porto wine. I love the Porto wine after a meal. It's, it's delicious. And another special space for me, a special uh, region for me, is Minho region where I do on where I do my holidays. Caminha, situated in Alto Minho, near the mouth of river between Spain, between Spain and Portugal, is the best spot to, to, to stay in the summer for me. We have so many wonderful beaches like Moledo and Afif, where the younger and the older generations are together. We do surfing, windsurfing, volley matches and so on. It's, it's a special place, a special beach because younger and uh, older generations speak, uh, meet again. Um, it's, it's a special and magic, magic beaches. And then we can go to Mirador de Fraga, 25 minutes walk from the center of Caminha with stunning views. We have a magical natural lagoons and waterfalls in Serra d'Agra. And if you want fe music festivals in summer, we can go to Paredes de Cora or Vila de Moro festivals with natural scenarios and experimental music, world music, pop rock music. And if you want to go to see a festival of contemporary art, you can go to Vila Nova de Cerveira Biennale. And the hospitality and restaurants are very, very good. And this is, I think for me, it's a good, good spot to go on September, on August, on the summer holidays. There's loads. <laughs> There's lots to do. Margarita, have you got anything to add? <laughs> yes, yes. I, I am a very active woman. I, I like to, to put my boots on and go travel around. So um, definitely you have to visit um, the Porto North of Portugal all year round. Uh, all the North of Portugal um, is fantastic during all the stations. But um, I must tell you that if you, I had to decide um, the special points and special 
uh, must does to in in Porto and out of Portugal, definitely I would choose the um, Douro Valley, the River Douro, uh, which is one of the world heritage sites, and this is very remarkable with their um, terrace, uh, their culture, and the, the Douro Douro wine. Uh, this is the Douro wine region that is uh, marvelous. I will also. Uh, choose the, um, the Peneda Jerez National Park. And this is a fantastic area too, a unique area. It's the largest protected area in the country. It's a unique region, still with this uh, wildlife, with uh, different colors, different rocks. I think I would advise to, to taste our gastronomy and, and wine. Margarita, you're the mayor of Aroca the geopod. Tell me about that role. There's a lot of interesting, exciting developments, pressure. Tell me all about it. Well, I am a woman. I am a mayor in a, um, a rural territory, uh, a mountain territory. And, and I am very proud to, to, uh, to be elected to, to rule uh, the development of uh, a land like this. Um, I must tell you, um, it, it was, we are living very difficult times, uh, times of great uncertainty, uh, but uh, also um, very challenging. And what I have been trying to develop this land is to enhance all the um, um, endogenous resource to involve the community, to work to the community. And this is very, very, very rich, very important. I, I usually say that I am a geo-president, and it means that uh, I, I put my boots on every day. So I, I have been, we are very close to the community. That's why we, have, we, live, we live the land. It's challenging. It's, it's very hard, but uh, it's, it's uh, a very important rule. Obviously, people can hear us, but they can't see you as, and your smile as you talk about all the different offerings in the region. And it's so lovely that it's so close to your heart and you're mayor of the municipality with such passion, which is really, really wonderful. And no doubt that comes across in all the work you do. You talked about active tourism earlier, and that's obviously an area that's really growing. How does the region cater to the adventure travellers? I'd like to hear a bit more about that, because that's certainly something for us that we're expanding and exploring a bit more. Yeah, well, well everybody loves adventure travel. So the Europeans love adventure travel. So the, the, um, the adventure travels contribute to, to the local economy. Everybody seek unique experience, this kind of segment of tourism. So this pandemic turned a lot of um, changing. Um, there is a lot of uh, demand for healthier lifestyle. We are looking, everybody is looking less massified destination. So the, the concept of sustainability, uh, sustainability development, associated with um, this kind of experience, uh, close to, to local and very genuine, 
The infrastructures are very important. The, it's very important also the, the companies, the, the adventure companies to be prepared to, to, to be adopted to this kind of demands of the, these new publics in a land like uh, a Rocco Unesco Geopark. So uh, we have nowadays the, um, the Pasadisus, the Paiva, the Paiva walkways and uh, the new bridge, the, the, um, the Aroca suspended bridge, that um, it's an answer to this kind of, uh, this kind of tourism. But uh, because this is unique, you just can't have this experience in a land like this one, in this place. And this attracts a lot of, um, of tourists that really want to be, um, to feel special, special in these special places because we are working for local people, but at the same time to work to, um, to the visitors and try this interaction between the um, local and visitors community. So I want to move towards awakening the senses with cultural experiences. Gilda, tell me about your work at Casa de Musica. Any exciting cultural events that we can look forward to over the coming months? You can see next month. We have regular concerts every week and special, special festivals. But I would like to speak a little bit about think things you need to know about Casa de Musica. It's like a spaceship that has landed in the middle of a portal. And the building, a special building, was designed by the Dutch architect Rem Koolis, and is considered one of the most important concert halls built in the last 100 years. It's a concert hall for all kinds of different music types, from jazz to rock, electronic, experimental, fado, and classical music. And we have all we have six resident groups, two orchestras a symphonic orchestra, a baroque orchestra, one contemporary ensemble and two choirs and lots of educational service activities. We offer like 200 concerts per year and 1,000 educational activities per year. If you visit us in Oporto and if you visit Casa de Musica, we'll have something for you, a concert, educational activity, a daily guided visits where you can visit the space and understand the artistic project. But we have also surrounding areas. We have restaurants, we have cafes where you can meet the artists and you can uh, assist to free concerts. And we have a park, a skate park, where young skaters take advantage of the even floor with smooth transitions and ramps to practice all sorts of maneuvers. What you can see in the next month, September, we have a festival, Music and Wine. The wine will be the theme for a cycle of concerts at Casa da Musica. And the opening concert is an, is an opportunity to experience the flavor, the aroma, in a, in a dialogue with music, with a special artist, Zeferino Torna. In October, we'll have a jazz festival. And in November, we'll have a Baroque festival. Sometimes we do, we do special things like guided visits to non-public areas, like sleep in the stage of the main room with a special concert. 
these are all fantastic. So, I mean, it sounds like the region is very well-rounded. You'll be busy in the day and listening to some beautiful music in the evenings. So, your ideal day, from your personal experience, if you had one free day, how would you spend that ideal 12 hours? Margarita. Well, I think I will, I will spend and, um, in, a, in my region, in Naroka UNESCO Geopark, um, making um, a special walk in the mountain, in the mountain area of the Serra de Freita, then sitting in um, in a good restaurant here in the in the village, tasting the the famous, very famous steak and and the veal, and um, tasting the the delicious sweets that are connected with our history, the monastery uh, of Roca, and uh, after lunch. I will go to the Passadissos de Paiva and to the to the bridge, um, to the suspended bridge, because um, as I told you, I like emotions. I like to feel free, to feel um, like um, I am good experience and I feel alive. I think it will be the perfect day. Gosh, that's all in one day. Gilda, how would you spend one perfect day? Okay, I would spy a one perfect day in Oporto City. I would go to historical center, of course, the World Heritage, and I would visit, for example, there are so many things to visit in the historical center, but I would visit some Bento train station. It's one of the most beautiful train stations in the world. The floor to selling azulation is a must. Then I would go to some contemporary places like museums, Halbs, Halbs Museum. And for the football fans, I would go to Museu do Futebol Clube do Porto. Uh, then I would go to stroll a little bit to Parque da Cidade, the only urban park in Europe to face the sea. And I would go to the beach and have a, 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 a francesinha on Foz do Douro. And to finish, I would visit Casa da Música and I would go to a concert from our orchestra, Orquesta Sinfónica do Porto. Thank you both so much. This is incredibly insightful and I know one day is not nearly enough to spend there. Um, a week would be a blissful time to be able to spend in the regions. But I have one final question. Margarita, first to you. What do you think is the passport to the perfect trip to Porto and Northern Portugal? A journey begins um, long before we make uh, our way. So it starts when we start dreaming, uh, when we start researching the destination, uh, taking notes of what, what we want to see, what we want to do, what we want to buy, or what kind of delicacies we want to taste. So uh, we look for, for new ideas, new personal experience, uh, and some comments of this journey um, that uh, will help or will influence other women to choose and plan their next trip. So uh, I think this passport, this this um, passport to to um, uh, to falling in love with North of Portugal, it's it's um 
It's a way to, to give tips to others to come and visit us. So I will be waiting for you here in Porto and north of Portugal and you, Sheena, uh, I will be waiting for you in the Eroca Geopark. It's a promise. I'm waiting to come as well. <laughs> eagerly, eagerly waiting. For me, the perfect passport would be the passport to the land of authenticity and hospitality. Thank you both so much for sharing your personal stories, your your personal favorite days and all the beauties and joys that the regions have to offer. It's definitely somewhere that we are all very excited to travel to and taking time out of your busy schedules. Where can we follow you or the regions on social media to see what's happening? Margarita. Well, you can follow me in my Facebook, uh, Margarita Blain, and you can follow me uh, my land and uh, also in Facebook in the Roca Unesco Geopark and um, also the Porto and North of Portugal, okay? In the internet, in, um, um, you just have to search, okay? Roca Geopark, Porto and North of Portugal and Margarida Blanc. I can be your, your guide if you come and visit us in our land. That's a very big incentive. Thank you. <laughs> Childa. My best social media handle for you to follow what's going on next will be in Instagram on Gilda Veloso. And if you want to follow Casa de Musica, we have all social media um, tools like Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. And we have also, we have also a blog, Casa de Musica data point blog, where you can follow all the new things that will happen in the next uh, months. This is our last episode of season two and what a journey we have been on. To recap, we discussed everything from female liberation to food and culture to travel photography. We've gone behind the scenes at our favorite hotels and women in business. You can catch up on all the episodes on iTunes and Spotify. And we will be back in September for season three. Have a wonderful summer and happy listening.